On this week's episode of Bungalower and the Bus, we're going down the rabbit hole. We're going to High Tea, an Alice in Wonderland-themed bar on Church Street. Scotty's here, too. Hey. Welcome back to another episode of Bungalower and the Bus. This is Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com, and with me today is none other than my gay boyfriend, Scotty Campbell. Hi, everybody. <laughs> John Busdecker's away. I can't remember what he's doing, but I'm sure it's super fun. Scotty, thank you for tapping in. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Uh-huh, as always, because mm-hmm. uh, you know people know that you, you hold no bars. <laughs> oh, do they know that? Yeah, if you disagree with things I'm saying, right? You you say it. You yeah, let it out. Yeah, you hold no punches. Right. Yeah. Right, and that's different from normal your normal shows. Well, yeah, you know, John will go along with it because he's a good co-host, right? <laughs> and he's he's just not listening. Probably. And he's just not listening. Yeah. Uh, here on Bungalow on the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. And tonight we're over in Church Street. It's been a while. For Church Street, yeah, yeah, I can't remember the last time we were hanging out on Church Street, yeah. but uh, but it, things are things are hopping, hopping. We uh, that's a good, good oh, word. Oh, segue. <laughs> Hold on for it. Wait for it. We're in the uh, soon to open uh, high tea, and it's it's patterned after Alice, Alice in, Wonderland. in Wonderland. Yeah, yeah. Lewis Carroll. Well, Lewis Carroll, the diddler uh, himself. He, yeah, <laughs> Lewis Carroll, a little problematic, but his tale lives on. Lives on. It's actually royalty free. <laughs> oh, is it? I think so. So, is that why we have so many things? Like City Arts Factory right now has a an Alice in Wonderland themed art show. And yeah, and they're yeah. going to do a party. Nice. Uh, High Tea is located on the second floor of a historic building on Church Street. Underneath it, you will find One Up, which is like an arcade '80s themed bar. Uh, they have like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle pizza, right? Like the kitchen that window. looks like yeah. a, the, yeah, straight yeah. out of TMNT. Yeah, but mostly you get to drink and play Miss Pac Man for free. That's that's not the drinks, but remember. the Miss Pac Man. Yeah. A Barbie room in the back. There is a, well upstairs, right? There's yeah, like a little like balcony a little, kind of thing. It's fun. Area. It's and fun. Then, uh, some holdovers from uh, the original joysticks, like the uh, Game of Thrones throne is yeah. in there. And the owners uh, happen to specialize, they, they used to make things, fabricate things for the parks, for the amusement parks. So they're known for like immersive uh, environments. They, they hand build everything. So this Alice in Wonderland space is, uh, it's it's crazy. No, it's, it's gorgeous in here. Um, absolutely recommend it there we've got stained glass windows we're sitting in this uh sort of loungy circular thing and if i look right up i see the skyline of orlando yeah there's a skyline cool. and then we're sitting on like this hand-dyed uh little round sofa thing it's yeah. kind of a library and then around us are uh, all the it's, it's a whole bunch of white rabbits but it's almost like they're stationed in a zoetrope you know, like they oh. move. <laughs> After a couple of drinks, we might try that yeah. zoetrope thing. And we'll we just spin know. around and see what happens. Spin me right around. And we haven't even gone to see everything. We're here for a media night. They're going to be opening it up to a bunch of other people, but they let us slip in a little bit earlier just so we can start recording. Yep. Uh, my, I always ask John how his week was. Scotty, how's your week going? My week's going pretty good. Um, 
we're gearing up for a busy weekend, but uh, uh, it, it was a good week. How about how how was yours? Yeah. Well, you want to tell people about your new gig? Oh, sure. Um, I uh, just recently became the chief marketing and communications officer for Orange County Regional History Center. Woo! Um, but having said that, I will also say that any opinions expressed on Bugler <laughs> in the bus this evening are not the opinions of Orange County Regional History You're Center. You're very smart to say that, Scott. <laughs> I should say that about Bungalower, but <laughs> who cares, you know? Uh, <laughs> Live dangerously. Yeah, just do what you want. <laughs> We uh we are ramping up. We're getting ready for the belly flop contest that's coming up on May sixth over at Tactical Brewing. Yeah, it's moved this year. Uh, it has. Last year it was at Hourglass Brewing, Longwood. Yeah, in right? Longwood, and uh, you know I showed up as a mermaid, and it was super fun. It was you a did. Drag. You hung out with Kyle Smith. Hung out with Kyle Smith from Orlando City Soccer, who I guess is going to come back for Great. this. He'll be a, a, a guest host again. Uh, this time it's at Tactical Brewing, my stomping grounds for drag bingo that I yeah. do every Tuesday. On Baldwin Park, as I say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always say on because I, I think of it as a Navy base still. And, I so, like that. and you would say on base, so I, I say on, on Baldwin, Baldwin Park. Park. It also kind of sounds like we're playing golf or something. Uh, <laughs> and that okay. should be fun. Like if you want to compete, there's a sign up sheet. We just wrote about it on bungalore.com. If you want to sign up to win a whole bunch of fun prizes or just get a, a really cool content what for your are, instagram from your experience last year um how would how should what should one do to try to win what are what are some tips costumes 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 are always a plus you know a, a, some sort of reveal there was a guy that took off his jeans and underneath he had jean shorts so there yes. was like a reveal of denim on denim which was great yes uh that got him some extra points so i think i think there's a bunch of things like that that if you have it in your arsenal you could win but also, it ultimately comes down to a, a sick belly oh, flop. Oh, the belly flop, the, that is not to be overlooked, right? Yeah. I mean, there was definitely the person who won had a costume last year, uh, and it was special. And uh, <laughs> the but beaver? Their, their actual technique oh, the on top of that, the chicken. Yeah, yeah she was, and, and she didn't have anything on underneath. And when she got wet, we could see her chicken cutlets. And I told her that <laughs> on the microphone. And I, was like, I was like, girl, <laughs> what are you doing? And she wasn't embarrassed. She was like, ah. I think it was calculated. Yeah. And she I won. think it was calculated. <laughs> and it worked. So. There you go. Yeah, so we're ramping assets. up for that. We're also if you're if you're looking to sponsor stuff, your business would like to get involved. We do have a couple of uh, vacancies for sponsors if you'd like to sign up for yeah. sure. Uh, I checked out the new Latin Square restaurant. Oh, did you? I did. did you? I was at, I ate at the old one. Well, we had our meeting at the old one. one. The, That's yeah. where we had a meeting there. We had a meeting there. Yeah, and then I walked over. And uh, and had some more at the new space. I didn't really eat. I just kind of looked at it. There's some there's some very handsome bartenders here that are just dancing for <laughs> there us. Are. There kinda are. Kind of looks They're like Harry Styles a little bit. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they entertain. We'll have to make them do it again for the TikTok. <laughs> true. True. <laughs> um. What was I saying? Latin Square, yeah. So Latin, Latin Square, Square, you saw the new one, which is in uh, the the bank building. Yes, and if you don't know what we're talking about, it's it's been a long time office lunch favorite, just because they know how to make great sandwiches. They've oh, Latin bowls Square. and salads. Yeah. Uh, they've opened a second location just on the other side of downtown, I want to say behind Dovecote. Kind of kitty corner from the courthouse. Yes, yeah. they're going to kill it. They have a, a, a juice bar in there, too, if you want to get cold-pressed oh, juices. Nice. So they've expanded a little bit. So I love it. Go check them out. I love the owners. I think they're super sweet. And then uh, 
this week was my last time on the Jim Colbert officially on the Jim Colbert show. Yeah, I was listening. Good job. Thanks. <laughs> You're just saying that because I said your name. You well, you you always say my name, but you always prelude it with uh, gay boyfriend's the, got a game. The whole step and fetch it kind of routine there. <laughs> What's that mean? What's that mean? <laughs> Google it. Okay, but we uh, yeah. It was just time for that to kind of wrap up. Yeah, you've, your schedule is pretty packed, and it's good to see you uh, yeah. curating and ma- getting some sanity in there. I was inspired by somebody who said, you know, w- w- no more. <laughs> it was you. you told me. <laughs> I just said no more. Nobody listening to this radio show, even if they've heard our banter before, believes that you listened to me when I told oh, you no more. How dare you. <laughs> a big shout out to our friends at the Jim Colbert show. It's been fun. You know, I think I've been doing it since Especially they started. Especially Ross. How long have they been doing it? Five years? I think six so. Years? Five or six. I've been Something on. Like that. I think I missed probably like four episodes that whole time. Wow. Not a lot. See? Uh, yeah. It's kind of, I feel a little. Time to go. You're on a high and, and leave them wanting more. I'll keep doing uh, <laughs> Tom and Dan. I'll keep doing that. Because it's like every couple of weeks. Yeah. It's intermittent. Not, it's not as big of a commitment. I tried to do that for Jim Colbert, but they were not interested. It was it Also, was when you go on Tom and Dan, do you have to prepare anything or you just show up and act goofy? It's more that. But then they were yeah. like, hey, what's happening this week? And then I'll just pull out my phone and be like, this is what I wrote about. You could, do, you could look it up yourself, but I'll do it for you. Yeah. <laughs> let me tell you. This is, what, this is what I just wrote about. Bungalore.com. And I'll tell them. Uh, news. We want to talk about news? Sure. Okay, the burn ban was just lifted across Orange, Seminole, and Osceola that's counties. That's good. Well, we had a lot of rain, haven't we? So that's good. Yeah, and some of them even got hail. Did you oh, see yeah, that? Oh, yeah, we're in Melbourne, right? Yeah, and Brevard. Yeah, yeah. They got hit hard, man. Well, that's all right. It's kind of fun. It is, well, I feel kind of... There's been a lot of property damage. Maybe... Property damage to, from the hail? Yeah, it kind of and it wiped out whole farms and... Oh, yeah, it's been pretty brutal. Oh, sorry it's, to hear that. Yeah, cars, windows shattered, and it's it's been really intense. Oh. Okay, sorry. You didn't know. Brevard okay. listeners. You've been working your Oh, new I job. didn't. I just saw pictures, and it looked like a winter wonderland. I was like, oh, that must be fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to melt, right? Uh, really, the thing that's kept us busy all week is, is Bear Watch 2023, though. Yes, as nicknamed Barry. Uh-huh, Barry. Barry uh, somebody Barry the came Bear. up with that, which uh, is very original. It was Mike Donahue, who I worked Mike, with. Mike came up with the name. He, I didn't know that. He actually did. He named it, and it picked up. So a black bear was spotted in Audubon Park, I want to say early Monday morning. Uh, and they tagged us in a photo and I shared it and it was, you know, playing a fun song in the background and, and then we kept getting videos sent to us of people who just happened to be who come across right. this bear, you know, one one track across Ivanhoe. he went he went golfing for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Well he went Lake Ivanhoe Park. Lake he, Ivanhoe. And then he went to uh Gaston and Edwards. Or no, it was Lake Highland and then Gaston Edwards, and then he went to College Park. Yeah. I say he, we don't know. I don't know why we have to gender it. I I gender, I did he, she, them, uh, just because I wasn't sure about the sex of the bear on Instagram, and this guy, like, quit. He just basically said, "I'm I'm never watching your Instagram again." Yeah, I can't. You know, people who uh, pronouning bears. Yeah, yeah. Good, goodness, what Sorry, what, what, a, what a, that's really putting you out to yeah. have to use pronouns. And I wasn't even trying to politicize it. I was just like, I don't know the sex of the bear. Right. So, like, you don't want to just assume, right? He can uh, 
he, <laughs> he can get over himself and do it's it somewhere crazy. else. That's so all. the black bear, it turns out, so FWC, Fish and Wildlife Commission uh, for Florida, for the state, uh, is really, like, the city doesn't do stuff for that. OPD doesn't really step in with, with animals like coyotes or bear. It's really up to the FWC to do something. Right. Uh, they And so FWC, it turns out their policy for bears is just to wait and see... Uh, their behavior, well, right? What, can Hope, they hoping find they will way? find their way, yeah, yeah find yeah, their absolutely. way somewhere else. But I don't think they're used to them being in a very urban area like this because uh, ultimately the bear ended up getting hit by a car, right? At which is a sad ending yeah. to it. Well, and the other thing is, what are we going to do about this? Um, you know, and if it's in the FWC's hands, then you know we need to ramp up because we're in a situation where here in our area we keep sprawling right people are keep building houses out in the middle of nowhere which is where these creatures live so they got to go somewhere so if we're we're cohabitating with these these animals they're gonna have to step it up and figure out you know how how do you handle the situations like that better well and uh you know i I, it's funny because i understand uh the policy of like non-interference it's the same like when you go swimming with manatees they don't want you to accost the manatee right let the manatee come to you if that's what it wants the you know the difference is a bear you don't want it coming up to you. Yeah, you probably. Uh, <laughs> I think I feel like Barry, in a, at a close range, would not have been a no fun experience. And apparently, but there's only like four thousand estimated black bears in the state. Wow. Uh, and they get an estimated five to six thousand bear-related calls each year, wow. according to an interview I was reading in 2022 about the FWC. Well, here's uh, they don't want to try. They tried to trap it. They put out traps. Yeah. It and Barry was too traps. smart for that. Too smart. They don't like to use tranquilizers because apparently it doesn't work immediately. You know, so they could get hit and then run, uh, or or go up a tree and then if they fall out of the tree, they'll hurt themselves. So they just kind of wait and supervise and make sure yeah. they don't hurt anyone. Uh, and then they go home at night. These FWC officers. It's just a really interesting policy that I hadn't really thought so about before. So when when this incident happened. They probably were not on duty at all. It, was, it seems like it was the wee hours of Thursday morning gotcha. uh, is when it got hit. And because uh, we had heard last night before I went to bed, I got a text. They're like, the rumors are circulating that the bear was already hit by a car. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't believe it. Cause I was like, you didn't want to believe it. No, I didn't want to. I want- well, no disrespect, I, I should say to the. FWC. I just feel like this is a new thing where we have to. There, there has to be some better way. But uh, cheers to Barry, who Barry over a bear. few days captured our imaginations and our hearts. We and loved it. We, it was Mike, who we work with, made it a, a, a beautiful artificial intelligence uh, storybook <laughs> about it. Yep, which I thought was so wonderful. <laughs> he sure did. <laughs> he did. And actually, that some people thought we took it a little too lightheartedly, and that we are to blame. For sensationalizing yeah. the bear story. Well, and they and hang out with the guy who doesn't know how to use pronouns. So <laughs> let's move on. They're <laughs> just on a different part of the spectrum, I think. Yeah. Uh, Walt Disney World is taking its feud with Ron DeSantis to court. Did you hear they this? Are. Yes. Yeah. On Wednesday, the company sued uh, the likely contender for the Republican presidential nomination, saying that he's, he's threatening billions of dollars in business. Uh, as retaliation for the company speaking out against the social policies, you know the well, contender made it sound like he was 
That that makes it sound like he has a chance, which which I don't think he does. You don't think he does? Not not from the polling that's going on right now. But I guess that's beside the point of what you're talking about. Our uh, state's biggest taxpayer is taking him to court. Yep, because Dizzy DeSantis, his appointees, have taken over that twenty-five thousand acre theme park, and uh, and they're trying to do their own stuff with it, and they're labeling it as a hostile takeover. And uh, and we'll see what happens. And re- retaliation just for for speaking out about a social issue, which yep. uh, you just can't, you just can't, can't do, can't do. Just and I'll guarantee, do. I'll guarantee that uh, Disney has better lawyers than the state. Oh, I, I absolutely, absolutely. And you know how I know that because I had to go. I worked for them a little bit. I, yeah. I would go back and do some part time work for them actually, but I worked for them for a little bit. And you would watch uh, at traditions. They would even tell you yeah. that nobody could have facial hair at that time except the lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> they would show pictures of the lawyers with big bushy beards. What? You, you don't remember this? No. This never happened to you. Yeah, yeah. They would like tell you because they're they're in a special situation and get over it. Interesting. Yeah. No, they have they have uh, they have good lawyers. We'll see what happens. And man. those lawyers love their not, annual passes, so <laughs> I'm they not like, like their a, main gates. I'm a big fan of like corporate rights, you know, like I, they shouldn't be trumping people rights. And the fact that Disney had a lot of unchecked power is a little weird. I don't like how it happened. Uh, I don't like how this whole thing is unfolding, though. But it's this weird state stepping in. That doesn't make sense to me. Um you know, like if they were like a major polluter, or like, you know, no, what I mean? he, no, he'd be he'd, be he'd a little be with different. them if that was the case. Yeah, I guess because he's yeah. Anyway, Orlando <laughs> leaders are skeptical skeptical about a new affordable housing law. The Live Local Act was just passed as a new law and signed by Governor Ron DeSantis in late March. Uh, it's about incentivizing affordable housing development, but apparently, uh, it's really just gonna. Where is it? Part of the new law allows eligibility for affordable housing at up to 120% of area median income, which apparently in Central Florida for a family of four would be $94,000 a year. So like that's not really affordable housing. No. Yeah. It's right. not it doesn't hit the mark. Right. For, it doesn't right like it's it's upper middle class. Yeah. It makes it more affordable for them. Uh, just interesting stuff. You know what? We're going to have to take a little break because it's time for commercials. And when we come back, we're going to talk about planes crashing at the executive airport. Uh, come out with pride, maybe not being able to do parades. You'll hear all about it after the break. From the DeWitt Law Firm, it's the official attorney of Bungalower and the Bus. It's Mo DeWitt, and this is Mo in a Minute. Mo DeWitt. Just call Mo. Just call John. Oh, is that is that taken? Uh, well, might be now. <laughs> we better check, that, better check that real quick. All right, Mo. So I got a question for you. How much is it going to cost me for you to take my injury case? Well, you know, as I hope people out there know, you know, an attorney for an injury case never costs you anything unless they win the case for you. Basically they get paid on what's called a contingency fee basis. So if they recover money for you, they get a percentage of the money. Um, and that's how they get paid. If they don't win, if they can't recover money for you, they don't get paid. So, you know, it's, that's one of the advantages to it. It's usually free to talk to a personal injury attorney if you want some advice. So if you find yourself in that situation, you know, give us a call, give somebody else a call, get some free advice and make sure you're doing the right thing. Yeah. So if you get an accident, don't be afraid to go see an attorney because you're not 
likely going to get charged up front. Yeah, I mean, most everybody I know who handles injury claims does them on a contingency fee basis and will speak to the clients for free to give us some advice. Thanks, Mo. And always remember, injured on the go, just call Mo. It's time for your weekly Enzian update. Enzian is Central Florida's only full-time alternative cinema and home to the Florida Film Festival, which just wrapped up. Screening this week is Polite Society, a mashup of sisterly affection, parental disappointment, and martial arts butt-kicking. It features the story of stunt woman in training, Rhea Khan, who believes she must save her older sister, Lena, from her impending marriage to an evil family. Also screening is Urutsuku Doji, a legend of the Overfiend on May 5th. And uh, sorry for the pronunciation. It's a crazy animated film out of Japan that features schoolgirls, tentacle monsters, and all of the body horror imagery you'll need to have nightmares for weeks. National Theater Live's The Crucible will screen on May 6th, and Uncomfortable Brunch will feature Man Bites Dog on May 7th. For more information, head to enzian.org today. Blah, blah, blah. Movies. Welcome back to Bungalore in the Bus. That was a long break. It sure was, because we had to get cocktails. We did. We got some fancy cocktails. Mine came with a stopwatch on it. Mine came with a butterfly, and also, it, as it turns out, cotton candy. Cotton candy. So, so you're what I'm having right now. I hope you don't crash halfway through this segment. Let's, nope. <laughs> I'll be riding high through the whole thing. <laughs> All right. Perfect. I guess I'm driving. Uh, <laughs> if you don't know, we're hanging out at Church Street tonight. We're at the... Uh, High Tea, which is an Alice in Wonderland-themed cocktail joint on the second floor above One Up, which is that 80s-themed arcade bar. Uh, and this is cool. I think it's opening this weekend, is what they told That's us. That's what it sounds like, yeah. Is what we were told. Still, it looks like in spots putting finishing touches on it, but it's gorgeous. There's like a caterpillar-themed hookah area, like a little pod. Uh, where that you can smoke a pipe with the caterpillar. I think that sounds super fun. I would do that for sure. And uh, and again, we said in the first segment, the people behind this are uh, old school like prop designers for the parks. They they fabricate everything themselves. So everything everything in here they've touched. Everything has it's custom made just for the space. And so they've done that with a few of their concepts before. Very cool. Uh, y'all will love it. We'll have a little video go out on our Instagram where y'all can watch it. What do you think so far? I, I love it. You love I, it? I, yeah, absolutely. It's a it's a nice addition to uh, downtown. I I think they'll kill it. Uh, two planes crashed at the executive airport, Scotty. Wow. I know. And I I guess they were just taxiing on the <laughs> you know which is what oh, they sorry. call That's it when not, they drive. Not funny, right? <laughs> You're picturing it. I was like in the air. I'm like. <laughs> Instead, they were just like, just driving. Just they weren't even taking off. They were just kind of moving around. They hit each other somehow, or maybe they flipped because of the wind. We this is when we need Jim Hobart as the co-host, so he could explain how could that happen. How does that happen? And I guess he's an aviator. There were shots from above of all the detritus, you know, from the. I guess it was pretty messy. What? So they so they were 
But how, they don't know what happened. I don't know. Yeah, craziness. Wow. Orange County Schools is considering suing uh, social media companies. Yeah. This is part of a nationwide uh, lawsuit campaign from school districts against things like TikTok and Facebook and Instagram and YouTube for damages that they say students have incurred while using the platforms. Damages like mental, mental behavior. They claim social media is social media has opened students up to online bullying, harassment, and threats, and it's contributed to an overall poor mental health. So, so I don't know that anybody could argue with that. But then, what's what's their end game? Like the the platforms would be restricted, or I guess I don't. Or like they could restrict it, like age restrictions for kids. Right. Yeah, we'll see what they what they think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some influencers taking pictures of us without even saying hi. Yeah. Just snapping our pics. (laughs) And I suck my tongue out her and she didn't even acknowledge it. (laughs) Uh, Come out with pride. It's questioning the future of the pride parade they do every October, which is it's one of the biggest pride parades in the state, right? I I think it might be the biggest. I think so, too. I think it's one of the biggest in the nation. So come out with pride. It's a a little organization. It's run by volunteers, mostly. And uh, they have one employee. That's Tatiana uh, Kiroga. I was speaking with her earlier about this. So there's a bill that was just passed this month by state legislature. And it's going to allow the state to fine and revoke food and beverage licenses for any business that allows children to attend any adult live performance. Uh, you know, shows that use prosthetic or imitation genitals or breasts, uh, which I find very interesting. Because does that mean they can't go to Hooters? Does that mean they can't go to a, you know, a belly dancer show if the girl has fake boobs? What does that mean? Right. Uh, but they're really talking about drag shows. Like. Like, right, like all those things, they write it ambiguously so that they can use yeah. it when they want it. But the the issue now is there's an extension of this that means it doesn't have to be inside a club, you know? So, like, if there's drag queens on a parade float and there happen to be kids out watching the parade go by, right. that could also qualify. And so we're waiting, you know, pride people like come out with pride and other uh, pride organizations across the state are waiting to see how if it changes when it gets signed by the governor because it'll get signed by the governor and we're just waiting to see what that ultimately looks like when it's signed and then come out with pride says you know we're they're weighing their options here they they want to walk the line but they don't know what the line is yet until until it's passed but i mean that can't be the only that can't be the end of the story even if uh the governor signs it um because the that could also be questioned. That could be taken to court, which it should be. But I know that preemptively some uh, places have already canceled their prides, which are probably slated for June, right? I think you're going to see a lot. And actually, Tatiana... What what does the size matter? Well, you know, if they have legal help or if the city's able to help if they get sued. They've already done that probably because theirs would happen in June, which is actually Pride Month. Ours happens here in Orlando around uh, National Coming Out Day. And that's because we have Gay Days, which is uh, trademarked. You know, it's all kind of monster. Yeah. Um, that's more like it's parties and thump and thump Part music. of it's, come on, part of it's trademarked, but they can't really trademark the fact that on that Saturday we go we go to Disney, right? Yeah, so, right? 
<laughs> sorry, I had to put my earpods. I'm sorry, in. I'm trying to interpret sign language. You did for a great Brennan, job. You did a great he, job filling the ear. He doesn't know sign language. Neither <laughs> <laughs> do I. So it's a conundrum. Uh, I'm a back. I'm no, back. that doesn't work. Um, just interesting. Something we're to watch. We're in Alice in Wonderland, so it's all about puzzles and and Jabberwockies and I don't know what I'm saying. I right don't know. Now. You're still going. You don't have to. I know. Fill I just time started anymore. my. my little cocktail here which is called should we talk about what the cocktails are sure if you want to what are you drinking mine is a sake teeny uh-huh it's called maybe i'm dreaming and it's a light and velvety tea infused sake teeny made haku japanese Do you, is that how you say it haku i don't know h-a-k-u sorry if i'm mispronouncing that Vod, japanese vodka and snow maiden sake and served with Lychee, lychee. I say lychee. Our waitress said lychee. You say lychee. I say oh my lychee. Gosh. Tomato, tomato. I have to say there was also Let's cotton call the whole candy. Thing off. There was oh, cotton, gonna, can- which is what's happening to, to you now. right now. What happened? You're, the cotton. <laughs> <laughs> You're full of Are we cotton still recording? Okay. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. Uh, Chef Jason Wolf is leaving Tornatori's Ristorante, and he's been there for about three, four years. It was a big. Uh, was a big win for them when they got Jason Wolf to go. Okay, <laughs> he just Sorry. got an ice cube it's right a, in the face. It's a big giant ice ball in the middle of my drink that just it went toward looks, my face. It looks like the Death Star. I don't think like you're allowed. Meteorite. I know I've said this multiple times, but you're probably not going to get invited back. <laughs> not going to get what? Invited back to the show. <laughs> oh, the show. I'm trying to talk to you about news, and you're like. Hit yourself in the face with ice balls. The fans are loving this. Okay. Keep going. All right. Uh, <laughs> Tornatori's, Tornatori's Restaurante. It's in College Park, Italian. It used to be kind of more fast service, but it has transformed to table dining. Okay. Sit down service just recently uh, without chef there, Chef Wolf, who I got to tell you, super handsome. Yeah. Scotty. Uh, Denny Tornator, the, the namesake of the restaurant, will be stepping back in, and he will be taking over his little kitchen oh, cool. in the back. Uh, if you if you didn't know, Scotty, this is Denny taught me how to make uh, mozzarella on restaurants on the radar. Yes, I do. I okay. do remember that. I wasn't so, which sure. you can find on Very Local. You can, which is on Roku. Uh, I, I just did a, a chef... A Chef Challenge TV show pilot with them, so that should be coming up soon. Yeah. We'll see you don't know when it's coming out. out? No, probably fall, I would think. And that was uh, right around the corner from our house. Edible, the Edible Education. Yeah. Edible Education Experience, mm-hmm. made possible by... Uh, Emerald Lagasse. Right. Emerald. I was giving you clues. Yeah, it was great clues. Anyway, it's a cool place, right? Yeah. So. What do you think of Harry Buffalo? Uh, well, I think if they weren't hairy, they would be really cold. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. How, what do you think about the restaurant named Harry <laughs> Buffalo? Just I, up the I street like here it. on church. I like it because it's uh, very... It, it's weird to be in there because I remember the Rosie O'Grady days. I actually worked at Church Street Station in the day. So I wish it was still bad. But things 2012. changed. But I liked it. It was kind of divey, and it was a good place to go before or after the soccer games they're closing on the 29th that's yep. this weekend uh you know you got till this saturday to go and enjoy it in person before the owner i, I heard some people commenting about you know it's a buffalo bills uh hangout uh-huh 
Um, but there is one in Sanford that that um, old fire station that was converted. That that's that's one as well. They send a lot of people there. Yeah, it's just yeah. a little bit further if you live in Kissimmee or something. I don't yeah, know where they're but going. it's fun in Sanford. Uh, as I was saying, the the owner Craig Matier, who actually happens to open, he owns I think all those buildings on that side of Church Street. He owns Ceviche uh, House. He owns the train station actually just across the street so he's apparently going to be doing some renovations of the harry buffalo space and then he must have someone in mind if to to have like well i i hope so but uh it sounds like he kind of just kind of give him the boot there why aren't there things and the other things why is that not i don't know maybe i mean that train station seems ripe for somebody to do something cool there his son is apparently leading the charge on the train station and what they're going to be putting in there i don't don't know what that is yet uh i'm hoping it'd be great if they got like a national company with some following in there hear me out a mcdonald's in that (laughs) train it would do well actually you know what would do? starbucks would be oh you get off the train and you can get your starbucks I take the train to that station, so that's why I'm thinking. <laughs> you don't support local? I do. Okay. I do, but uh, local doesn't usually have an app. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Ben Bomb. <laughs> have you been to Ben Bomb? I have been to Ben Bomb in College Park, but Audubon there's something Park. new happening. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Audubon Park. It's, yes. a, it's a Mexican-Portuguese concept in Audubon Park. They built out an old bank. Yep. Started as a food truck, right? Yes. yes. Uh, very popular. I forget the owner's name, but they just signed the lease on the old cafe space in City Hall. This is exciting. Yeah, which I wrote about it recently because I, I thought, if it's going to be empty all this time, why not make it into like an incubator kitchen or something? Right. You know, get some pop-ups in there. Yeah. Uh, do something fun. Do like encourage the, the next culinary genius. And the city read that and said, we better do something quick. Because Brendan is causing trouble. They said, actually, I got a text from uh, Sherry Gutch, the placemaking director, and she was like, uh, someone's already looking at it, and we'll have an update for you soon. And so a month later, it's been announced. Um, they can't, it'll just be open for, it's whatever moves in there can only be open during City Hall operating hours. Right. So it's only breakfast and lunch. Yeah. And it's really Which, just a service. Well, a lot of the restaurants downtown, that's what they do is breakfast and lunch. They did because that's. Who's doing breakfast the, downtown? What's that? Who's doing breakfast downtown? Who's doing breakfast downtown? I Do we need a. I need to reel out a list right now? You just said most of them. I'm calling you on What's your, that? Um, you just said most of them, and I'm calling you out. No, I said a lot of them. I oh. didn't say most of them. Okay. Well, who else is doing Maybe it? Maybe I did, I, but I meant a, a lot of them. <laughs> so, they're, so they don't serve dinner? No. So and there's I, no I bathroom. Because <laughs> that's why. Because there's no bathroom, so they can't be open unless the city hall's open. In case someone in there needs to use the restroom, because legally you have to have a restroom if your restaurant's so open. So, what do you think the benefit would be to have at city hall a restaurant that's open at night? What? Would, why would that be a good? Well, you, you, it's better for the operator. They're going to make more money if they're in there. You're you're severely limiting how much money a, a restaurant can make by just making them breakfast and right lunch. but i'm saying like a lot of the restaurants guess, are already they don't they aren't open for dinner downtown uh pro- probably mostly to, to what to, are you talking about most restaurants downtown are open for dinner are you full know, of like sugar uh, right now? a neighborhood eatery isn't open for dinner are they well no but there's crests and there's tin and taco and taco cat i would say most of them are open for dinner 
Are we fighting right now? <laughs> I don't know what we're What's saying. happening? Let's move on to the next thing. People are going to think what we're going to your cocktail? fight each other. It's I know like you get this watch with it. It's like a tequila cool. carrot thing. Okay. It's good. Tequila carrot. I, I wish it was like kind of more like oh, that makes spicy sense savory. Of the rabbit, right? Yeah. And it's got a stopwatch. I get it. Uh-huh. I'm with you. Yeah. You got a lot to say tonight. <laughs> sorry. 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 I was looking at the parsley and I was like, sorry. Because that's supposed to be the greens from the carrot, right? But it's really parsley. Yeah. Uh, Are you going to chew on it later? Yeah, sure. You're, I'm chewing on your dialogue today first. <laughs> the city of Winter Park just approved a new Rollins expansion project. Uh, I haven't written about this yet, but I will. There's two major construction projects coming that were just approved by City of Winter Park. A new Museum of Art on New England Avenue. And that's, you know, they'll move the little one that they have and expand it. They have a massive collection. They actually oversee the collection at Alphonse. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with a larger space. That's going to be great. And then a new 47,000 square foot Crummer Graduate School of Business building will also be coming uh, over on New England as well. And so that, along with the hotel, they are referring to as the Innovation Triangle with... So, but isn't uh, isn't there another hotel plan too? They've expanded the original Alphon with a new wing and essentially oh, okay. doubled the number of gotcha. hotel rooms. Gotcha. I think okay. there's 180 rooms now, and they started with like 70, something like that. Great, yeah. I, I love Alphon. I'm going this weekend. Oh yeah, yeah. You like the what's the restaurant called? It's called Hamilton's Kitchen. Named after one of the presidents of, of Hamilton uh, Holt. Hamilton Holt. That's the, yeah. also the name of their night school. Night school. He, the road, the main road going through. He's the guy who started uh, Fox Day. Oh, which is where? What happens at Fox Day? What ha- there's a statue that's put out on the lawn. It's. Are you ready for it? Uh-huh. A fox. Wow. And then classes are called off. Work is called off. Everybody goes and has fun. And then at the end of the day, they get together and have a picnic come together as a community it's a great tradition more places should do it um they used to have a cat statue that put out yes and nobody i think there's a mystery about it someone threw it in the lake that's what they think right yeah but it's but somebody might have in their house we don't know we don't know most likely holding someone's cigar plate or something right because wouldn't there be scuba divers like trying to find that cat we tried to do that actually we had a when i worked for the city of winter park yeah i had a cleanup day and we we partnered with scuba divers and we had them look around the point yeah and they couldn't find anything but none of them had uh metal detectors or anything so Uh, i I think we could do it again well isn't it cement i don't know what it's made out of could be bronze but it's it reminds me of in uh lake ivanhoe that periodically people have tried to look for the joyland sign which is supposedly sunk yeah there's like a cast iron gate apparently that said joyland and it was there i'd love to just write about that and see if people have that's probably something in someone's basement yeah yeah orlando fringe uh is opening on may 16th lock haven in downtown they'll be yep. cross-campusing yep and that's very exciting they're having a ribbon cutting ceremony on the 16th followed by a national and international artist teaser show where you can enjoy two minute live teasers from all of the shows that are coming from out of town which very should be cool. super fun i think we should actually go to that sky it's a good way to it, it, it's a smart move it's a good sampler you're a good sampler and then uh, we're almost out of time, but I think we can do some events. Okay. You want to do that? 
Sure. There's a lot happening this weekend. Let me load this. Let me load this stuff. How's your cocktail? This is delicious. Um, right combination. So we need to, need to uh, see if we can get another one because I'm almost done. Oh, your carrot thing is still. If you're listening right now, live on the radio, there's the uh, 2023 Pride Prom. It's taking place at Orlando Science Center. If you We're have a, going. If you have a prom dress you're hanging in your closet. Date. Yeah, I am. <laughs> you are. I'm going to wear a cute little dress. Uh, the Orlando Pottery Festival is this weekend as well. It's taking place it's at also the a favorite of ours. Florida Army National Guard Armory. We have some purchases from past ones. Yeah, we don't have any room in the new spot. No, we don't. So we probably can't get more. There's a vegan food festival coming to Wall Street on Saturday from 3 to 8 p.m. That should be fun. Virginia Drive Live is also this weekend, 5 to 9 p.m. And At, on Saturday or? Yeah. Yeah, on Saturday. Um, La Mascara, the Alice in Wonderland party that we aforementioned uh, over at the City Arts Factory or City Arts downtown. That's going to be taking place Saturday as well. Should be fun. The Orlando City is facing off against LA Galaxy on Saturday, too. We're going to that. that. Steve Martin and Martin Short also in town Saturday night. Such a crush on Steve Martin. I almost talked about that on the radio today for Jim Colbert, but. I didn't. And then our friends at the uh, Orlando Local Makers who have an amazing market series. I'd say it's one of the best. They're having a market at the Abbey from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Sunday at uh, the Abbey. So make sure you go check them out. I love them. They're also going to do some stuff at the Lake Eola. They call it the Lake Eola Fashion Market at the Abbey. Uh, so the bar will be open. You can get some cocktails and just walk around all of their vendors. I love it. It's indoor. There's some air conditioning. Go have fun. Uh, and that's it, Scotty. Thanks so much for filling in for John. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much to uh, High Tea for hosting us. These cocktails High are tea, lovely. It's beautiful. Check it out. Opening this weekend. This weekend. That's what they told that's us. What they said on, on the way in. We so. still got some work to do, but we'll see what it's like this weekend. And I'll have a little video up too, so you can see everything that I saw. Yeah.